0: Welcome to Five Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the Book of Acts, or in chapter twenty-one, looking at verses three through six, read from today's New International Version. As I uh, read this section, I could not help but think about missionaries who are probably faced and who are faced. With the same dangers that Paul is exposed to, except in our modern, modern day, where there are so many places and peoples and countries that do not want the uh, gospel. They want to keep uh, their followers, whatever their uh, false religions are, especially you think about India with so many different Uh, things that they worship in other places too, but that's the one that comes to mind. And you think about, as we read this, Paul has been told, please don't go, you know. And I'm sure the missionaries who are serving everywhere probably hear that same message. Please don't go to that place because you'll be in danger there. And they go anyway. But let's uh, go ahead and listen to Acts chapter 21 verses three through six, read from today's International Version. We sought out the disciples there and stayed with them seven days. Through the Spirit, they urged Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. When it was time to leave, we left and continued on our way. All of them, including wives and children, accompanied us out of the city, and there on the beach we knelt to pray. After saying goodbye to each other, we went aboard the ship, and they returned home. Again, Acts chapter 21, verses 3 through 6, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again that's Acts chapter 21 verses 3 through 6 read from today's new international version. The commentaries that I loved in sharing this, mostly Ellicott's. Ellicott's commentary for English readers, which is always you know pretty concise and gives you know just a great description. And I also love using Matthew Poole's commentary. And I usually use Gill's exposition of the entire Bible. But again, all of these can be found on BibleHub.com. So let me go ahead and share what I have written down. Paul has um, made it to Tyre, and once he's there, according to Ellicott, the word finding implies a previous search. They inquired when they landed amid the crowded streets of the busy, uh, busy uh, port city whether any Christians were to be found there it will be remembered that St. Paul had passed through that region at least once before. And that can be seen in Acts chapter 15, verse 3. The church was probably planted by the labors of Philip as the evangelist of Caesarea. It is clear that the believers there were prepared to welcome St. Paul and his companions. And they showed warm interest, and he showed warm interest in their welfare they were welcoming of him and he showed warm interest in their welfare such warm interest that he stayed 7 days so that he might worship and serve the lord with them together and through the spirit of prophecy they foretold his suffering in jerusalem which afterward accordingly befell upon him And they, being ignorant of his undertaking that journey at God's command, out of um, their pity, they tried to persuade him or, you know, change his mind, telling Paul, you shouldn't go to such a place where uh, they foresaw that he should suffer a lot, so much. And this, it is said, they did through the Spirit because they had foreknowledge of all his sufferings from the Spirit. But remember Paul knew this too because he was commissioned by God. But let me continue. Knowing but in part being ignorant of that special command that uh, that Paul had to go to Jerusalem they did according to what they knew and what they thought was right which was to try to dissuade Paul from the journey to Jerusalem. But they but they knowing that their prophecy about St. Paul's suffering must be fulfilled in the spirit by which they spoke could not err or be mistaken. They uh, understood that, you know, I'm doing my part, but how can I stop Paul from going on a, a mission that God has sent him on and has already shown him what's ahead? It may be answered that it, uh, that their prediction of his suffering to be only conditional in case he went to Jerusalem. And then it uh, you know, when you think about it, if he hadn't gone to Jerusalem, maybe he wouldn't have suffered. But he was given the commission to go to Jerusalem. So they departed and went their way. Despite the heartfelt pleas of the Christians at Tyre, Paul and his group did not turn away from going to Jerusalem. He was persuaded it was God's will, so he continued. And they all accompanied them, including wives and children. And when you think about that picture of families worshiping together, it's a beautiful picture. And it says, We kneeled down on the shore and prayed. The choice of the place was in itself natural enough. It was the spot where the two sets of friends were to part. It was removed from the stir and bustle of the city because, remember, it's a port town, so it's pretty busy. We may add that it fell in with the common Jewish practice of using the banks of rivers or seashores as a place of prayer. The beach became their prayer closet. It seems to imply that um, from the use of the plural, that in this instance, Paul was not the only spokesman in prayer. Luke probably prayed. Leaders of the church probably prayed. It was a reciprocal intercession. They all prayed together. And then one commentary says, kneeling on the shore together for prayer is uniquely Christian. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the beautiful images that you give us. Even of Christians praying for each other, even as families pray together, as they uh, walk a new friend, a new uh, mentor, a new leader, someone they just met but spent seven days with, and they have so much uh, respect and love for him, that they all walked him to his parting place so that they could all pray together. God, that's a beautiful picture. Father, we're praying for missionaries who face this every day. Keep them safe, Father, in the name of Jesus. Praying for my great niece. We don't know when they're going to tell her that her mom passed. But praying, God, that you strengthen her heart. And her grandmother, Her, um, she's lost her only daughter. So we're praying for that family in the name of Jesus and my family because she is my great-niece. She's my brother's granddaughter. So we're praying for that family. Father, we're praying for others who need you in whatever the needs are. Praying for us. Give us traveling mercies and traveling graces um, as we travel to the fam- a family reunion. Keep um, And as we travel back home, let us find everything in place and at peace. And again, praying that for others, because people are traveling now. As we prepare for this last little bit of summer before everyone goes back to school, we pray for our kids too, Father, as they prepare to go back to school. And we ask this all, and um, praying for all of our all of the needs, God, all we pay, we place at your feet, in the name of Jesus. And thank you for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.